Welcome to Extra Words, a Patreon-exclusive podcast for the new era of Marvel Mutants. Every episode, we get people from all over X Twitter for a not-so-quick, not-so-shotgun, and almost definitely not 10-minute chat. No timers, no rules, all X. Yo, welcome. That was very loud. I hope you didn't have your volume up. Welcome to another episode of X of Words. I've just set the tone. I am Ashley. Welcome to another 10 or so minutes. That, I mean, that's, it's a lie. Uh, 10 is the more part. But um, yeah, welcome to some minutes about mutant madness. We are going to chop it up, chat some bullshit, do what we do. This is what we're here for. And we're glad to have you here with us. Today, we've got a group episode. And we have three legendary X of Words guests joining me. Yeah, different flavors, different strengths, different picks. First up, we've got Michael. You can follow Michael at GL2814 underscore three. That password, yeah, will get you a lot of cool comics content. <laughs> <Don't go for laughs> um, second, we've got Steve. We don't have Steve. I'm lying. Don't Look at this. Steve. You can't trust me. I'm an unreliable narrator. I come on this podcast and I tell lies. So we have Chris. <laughs> you can follow Chris. Uh, that nerd, Chris. T-H-A-T-N-E-R-D-K-R-I-S. He runs a podcast, yeah, called Nerd by Word. So go listen to that. And then finally, wrapping us up, um, we have Caleb, the original Caleb. Yeah? The original. <laughs> the first. <laughs> Caleb the first. You can follow Caleb at Unimpressed Fave. I ain't spelling that out for you. I'm sure you can spell Unimpressed <laughs> Fave. So, hello guys. At this point, you know, if you've been uh, following this podcast, you'd have heard their intros. If you haven't heard their intros, then that's how you'll learn more about these guys. So go do that. Yeah? So in the meanwhile, I'm not going to ask you to introduce yourselves again. That's done. So tell us instead, who do you, who do you hate today? What's the last mutant that you thought was a fucking asshole? So kick, kick us off. Go for it. Michael, tell us what you The last mutant I thought was an absolute, utter, gaping asshole is Raven Darkholm. I hope all the bad things in life happen to her and only her. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, my God. I just, I'm still like, you put gaping in your life. I didn't say gaping. I stand by every word. Ooh, ooh okay. Okay. And Chris, Chris. First and foremost, I second everything that Michael said, but my answer would be Warren Worthington III. Oh. Eat the rich. Okay. Eat the rich. It's a canon fact of those wings smell. That is in the comics. Those wings are musty. <laughs> okay. Don't literally eat them. <laughs> oh, no. Chicken wings. So, Caleb, who... Um... Well, first of all, Raven is an icon, and you all can't take, and that's okay. But my pick would probably be Doug. <gasps> Doug. Good. Oh. I like it. I and like it always will be. I'm that sorry. Hurts. <laughs> that hurts. A controversial pick. We love to see it. It is the perfect lead in to what we are going to be spending the next couple of minutes talking about. Because today's question is. Who do we think, which mutant do we think is irredeemable, non-redeemable? Book, please, collect your body pass, leave. Who do we think is out of here? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. And we're going to, what the fuck was that? And we, I just, yeah. You're trying not to say bang. 
That's what you can, your brain came up with instead. <laughs> okay, you know what? You're dragging me for the bang. I'm just going to lean into the bang. Okay, I like the bang. It's my thing. Fine, bang. Here's what we're doing. Um, we're going to have like a two-minute two minute cycle, right? Each of the guests is going to have two minutes to make their pitch. They're going to tell you who they think is irredeemable. They've got two minutes to tell you who it is and convince you about it. Then, after we've done that cycle, we're going to get to the end and we're going to get to voting. So each one of the guests is going to be able to pick the other person that they think has won it in the, uh, I said it was unlikely, but it's happened twice, in the event of a tie, I will jump in and break the tie. I don't want that to happen. I will do whatever underhanded tricks I have to do to make that not happen. But in the meantime, yeah, let's get to it. So I'm going to grab my phone. You know me, you know us, you know the question is, I'm going to hit this two-minute timer, and we're going to kick off with Michael. Michael, are you ready? I, I am ready. Yeah? All right, yes. cool. Three, two, one, go. The mutant, I believe, who cannot be redeemed is none other than Hank Build-A-Bear McCoy. If I could take you back to the San Francisco utopia era, if you'll recall, Hank McCoy was in my man Scott's Jamal Summers. He was in Cyclops' face over X-Force. He said, you are disgracing Xavier's dream with the, with these covert operative mutants. You, you, you're doing all sorts of unbecoming things with the X-Men name. He quit the X-Men over X-Force. Nightcrawler died. He was like, this is you and X-Force's fault. Now, I'll open up to the class. Please tell me who is currently running X-Force. I think it's Build-A-Bear McCoy. Who is in charge? I think it's Build-A-Bear McCoy. You think it's Build-A-Bear McCoy? You are absolutely right, Caitlin. Beast is running the very team he drags Scott for. He is doing worse than Scott on a dick. He does worse than Scott ever did before breakfast with X-Force behind him. War crimes. I'm talking about nations messed up. Nate just he, he's take he's spying on people. Avengers Mansion. He's spying on them. He, he made an argument in the I, was the last X Four issue, the Hellfire Gala issue. He was like, "Why shouldn't I be God? Why are they upset that I want the power and authority of their Lord and Savior? Because they're stupid. That's why." That's what Hank McCoy said to me. He's not a good scientist. He has been slowly de-evolving for years. He took a serum to, to get rid of his mutation, and he keeps mutating every two years. Awful scientist. He, de he deserves nothing in this life. Nothing. I hate Hank McCoy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Um, a, very, a very impassioned speech. I got a little emotional at the end, I'll admit. <laughs> it was like Krakoan scandal. I was, I was in it. I, I mean, yeah. Caleb's spirit almost left the body. Like, that, oh. was, that was beautiful. Ooh, a sermon. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, next up, we have Chris. How do I follow that? Shit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, Hank slander is always a win for me, so that was exceptional. Chris, were you swayed? Uh, that was one of my picks to begin with, and it 
just kind of drove it home. So that was a slam dunk. Okay. All right. So are you ready to step up to the plate now? Yeah. Uh, that, I, I'm still reeling. <laughs> Back your legs. I, I'm still, I still haven't recovered from build a bear to be honest. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, tell me when you're ready and I will give you your two minute timer. All right. Let's hit it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. So when I first saw this question in the thread, um, I, I immediately went very macro. I'm a very macro person. What people are actually trying to build a new life after the safety net that's, that Krakoa can provide to where people like Tempo, who do not have to resort to you know, terrorism or mutant liberation front or things like that, that they can actually just be who they innately are and don't have to resort to extreme things. Who are the people that are still actively going against the grain and, and breaking the laws of Krakoa and all that jazz and still don't seem to have that spirit of redeemability, of rehabilitation. And a few come to mind. Beast is one of them. Um, the other one that comes to mind that threatens the very security and sanctity and ability to continue of Krakoa is, I'm sorry, uh, I'm going to get killed for this. It's Mystique. She, and, and I understand the personal implications, but she is putting her own personal implications, her own personal relationship ahead of the nation and the needs of the many. I'm a Star Trek kid. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. And in order for, if we are to believe, now this is a big if, if we are to believe what Moira says and if precog Precognitive mutants are a threat to the security and the future of Krakoa. If we're buying into that, then this is part of the bill. On the, on the other hand, Mystique is not pulling her weight on the end of that deal. She had that woman, that man dead to rights, how many times? That's it. Mystique gave her life so many times for that stupid island. But that's okay. That girl was thrown so, into space. Oh my! <laughs> she threw my baby boy. She yeeted my baby boy. She tried to give her back the guy. Because if I got launched into space for you ungrateful people, are you kidding me, girl? Hey. Okay, we oh, all good wow. things okay. we're not proud of, but she is growing. Hey. <laughs> no, here. No, no. Here we go. Here we go. I got you. Fox, Fox with two X's. You done seduced your own child, significant other. If you're hearing this, you've reached the end of the Extra Words preview. To hear this full episode and a whole heap of other behind the scenes stuff, head over to Patreon and join us on the Quiet Council. That's patreon.com forward slash X of Words. We'll see you over there. Someone that choke, someone I feel inside.